Dirty Bird Podcast contains foul language and is not appropriate for young fledglings. Listener discretion is advised. Our intro music is brought to you by Ricky Pistone, aka Dick Piston. And our outro music is brought to you by the Sidewalk Slammers. Check them out wherever you get your music. Are you looking for a podcast today? With ornithology and humor you crave? Well, I know all these guys and it's birds they like. It's Dirty Bird. Yeah, they're just a couple guys who really like birds. It's Dirty Bird. Yeah, they're pretty dirty, but they really like birds. Ricky! Hey, buddy. That is me. What's going on? (laughs) Well, it's it's just crazy to hear myself talking with headphones on. You know what I mean? Like, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Usually you're hearing yourself singing with headphones. Yeah. Usually it's like (laughs) shitty singing, and that's weird too. So, (laughs) everybody, if you uh, recognize that voice, that's because it's Ricky Pistone, the composer and uh <laughs> what are uh, a guitarist and synth player for the, the dirty bird theme song and, and most importantly video editor yes like video the, editor yeah, yes magic dude i love that video <laughs> so much <laughs> yeah it was so it's one of those videos where like as you're making it you're just like laughing the whole time so you, i think dude. that's like the best part about video editing is just like <laughs> laughing uncontrollably by yourself <laughs> And then, like, I was making it at home. You remember, uh, you know, that back room, like, where the uh, the living room is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where so my dog, dad's the like, dog slept in there, right? Yeah, yeah. So my dad's like, "What are you? What are you laughing about? What are you laughing about?" I'm like, "Dad, I'm making a video. <laughs> Why are you laughing so much? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Stop yeah, laughing! Like, sorry, dude. I'm like, trying to watch a movie." <laughs> I'm excited, this is fucking it's, gold. It's a serious thriller. As I'm like <laughs> learning all these new video editing techniques and just laugh. It's a good journey. I reckon yeah, dude. you have time to video edit it and like learn and it's fun. Learn and laugh, you know, laugh and learn. Um, anyways, <laughs> laugh, uh, sorry. That's me. Let's get back to the bird. Yes, bit. this is Ricky, my yeah. longtime friend. Yes. Um, and uh very talented guitarist artist in New York City and did the Dirty Bird theme song and the Dirty Bird music video that we were just talking about. If you have not seen that yet, you got to check it out on, on YouTube. Um, yes. It's uh, freaking hilarious. Ricky's floating head, floating around singing while I do some goofy dances. Yeah, I don't know why I like made it a Ricky moment. Sorry. <laughs> no, dude, I'm That's fine like, with it. I, I, hey, I'll share the spotlight. <laughs> it's like, I'm not even in this thing. <laughs> You are. You're the. You're the first voice. All my <laughs> listeners here. You know. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Okay. If you're looking for a podcast day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. But anyways, <laughs> man. Happy fiftieth episode. Thanks for joining yeah. me. Happy yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm super excited. I um, yeah. I guess it was like two years ago I first started this podcast, and fifty episodes under my belt in two years. Um. <laughs> bit of a snail's pace but still i'm excited that, about it that's that's a lot right or not no no yeah that's a pretty good amount and i mean oh, each okay. one's like an hour plus so yeah that's yeah, a lot that's like yeah that's like lord <laughs> of the rings the whole trilogy trilogy extended edition like watching it three times i think <laughs> okay there you go <laughs> that's, that's how i put i do time it's it's based on <laughs> it's like, well if you like get through the second movie then you're <laughs> I mean, once you're at the Battle of Helm's Deep, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Sick. Sick, dude. (laughs) Um, Oh, shit. So how how are you doing, dude? How's how's New York City? Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Speaking of New York City, I had to open a window. Um, (laughs) New York City is great. And this window I opened is so like Queens there's a good YouTube video that talks about like the, like why New York buildings are the way they are. And this building is like, I think pre-war like 1940s maybe, or which, which war are they talking about? Usually it's world war 
two, I think. Yeah, pre-war. Okay. And they say war. Yeah, it's weird. That's like a New York thing. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, it's like pre-war. Like, in Yorktown, well, you know, the war, we, means something yeah, different. Yeah. It's like, well, before the war, you know, we were putting asbestos on everything. And after <laughs> the war, you know, you're good. You're good. So, but uh, these buildings have, they like made like all the buildings that were next to each other. You had, you were required to have like an airspace for airflow. And usually the buildings have little, these little like pigeon, like blockers, things that go over it. And mine doesn't. So like there are these two pigeons that I watched them have like several children and raise them like, <laughs> yeah, like right from my eyes view and it's wild. Yeah. It's yeah. A beautiful thing, you know, cause it's, cause you're like, Oh, you're like, Ooh, pigeon. You know, because they live like in filth, which is sad, but you know, it's a thing. And uh, there's this beautiful little baby. It's like, oh man, that's cute, but like kind of gross. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you did, did you know the babies are called squabs? Squabs? Are you? Squab. Oh, squab. That's perfect. That's perfect. That's the perfect word. All right. It that, is. Like, it is the perfect. That's like, word. yeah, that that whatever I was just saying. Like, just think of that. Wow, that's insane. That's a perfect. <laughs> And the reason why Ricky's t- telling about his uh, pigeons that he he watches is because I got a ton of really good su- suggestions on which birds I should cover on this 50th episode, um, from chickens to bar-tailed godwits. Um, I promise, folks, I will do episodes on those birds eventually, but I just couldn't help myself talking about pigeons with Ricky Pistone because uh, me and him have been planning this episode for a long time, and he always sends me pictures and videos of uh, pigeons of New York. And um, I, I love them. And dude, I'm so glad I did because I'm never going to look at pigeons like the same way again after researching about them. And uh, I don't think you will either. You'll be you'll be looking at them, looking at the little squabs. And, oh, uh, and yeah, a dude. New, a new respect. <laughs> I'm so stoked. And it's, you know, it's a bird you see all the time. Yeah. Wherever you are, like every like all the countries I've been, all the different cities, they always have pigeons. It's like, whoa, mm-hmm. it's like it's so cool. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, man. Go well, pigeon. before we launch into some of the, you know, pigeon facts, um, uh, let me, like, read out some of the shout-outs I got for this, you know, 50th episode. I asked people to, like, send oh, in some right. stuff. And, dude, I was so happy. Like, so many people, you know, chimed in to to share some love. Um, I'll read this one. This is a email I got um, from a guy named Mark. Um, and he said... Uh, it's been 50 episodes for you and exactly a year for me since I sent you my first listener email. Congratulations. The amount of research you put in all your scripts is just fascinating. Maybe at some point you can even publish them in a book format. Hmm. Sick. <laughs> I love your jokes, even if you feel awkward laughing at them while sitting alone in the forest. Ricky, you, you know what laughing sitting alone's like. Oh, uh, yeah, dog. <laughs> and the way you keep the podcast somewhat informal. Perhaps it is your own passion that makes the podcast that keeps the podcast going. And although I wish the episodes were more frequent, I appreciate that you don't make it commercial. Um, meanwhile, I transferred to a different school, improved my birding connections, and traveled a lot. I am even working on a research project on window collisions and migration now as part of Audubon's chapter mission. Congratulations once again, sincerely, Mark. Thank you, Mark. That was um, very nice. I wish I could put out episodes more often too, but. Uh, I'm kind of pretty busy being a, a resident in a hospital. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta mark your territory there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> so, ah, Mark. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was an animal joke. Just general animals do that. So. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I put the dirty and uh, dirty bear, baby. Oh yeah, for sure, man. I, I knew you would. I knew we would get some like dirty yeah. jokes and bad puns this yeah, episode. I'm here. <laughs> and um, here's another one. Someone af- actually left me a uh, Apple Podcast review. Please, 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 people, leave some Apple Podcast reviews. It helps more people find the show. Um, and uh, they wrote, "This is a fantastic podcast to gain a grasp on a variety of species." Thank you for the great content. And this was from Laura, the bird nerd. So thank you for that, Laura. Um, Jesse messaged me on Instagram. Congrats on 50 episodes. Your episode on bird seed made me change the way I look at my feeders. Also, a bird fact I just learned is that there used to be a penguin native to the North Atlantic, 
and I will forever feel robbed because of market hunting jerks in the 1800s wrecking that for us all. Keep at it, and here's to 50 more episodes at least. And that's uh, from Jesse. Thank you. Henson uh, shared with me his Spotify rap where Dirty Bird Podcast was his fourth most played podcast. So that was pretty impressive. We beat out S-Town. So take that, S-Town. What's S-Town? It's like shit town. It's by the... I think it's by the chick that did cereal or something, you know? What's cereal? You don't know what that is? That's like one of the most famous podcasts. You know, listen to music and play. <laughs> like, I don't... Like, I literally have no time for that. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> no, no, no. I like What's podcasts. the Beatles? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. I, yeah, I just not. I don't know shit. I really don't. <laughs> that's um, all right, dude. No, nah, that's you, cool. You know Dirty Bird Podcast. That's all that matters. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then uh shout out to Chelsea uh West Virginia who also sent me some emoji love for Dirty Bird Podcast. Um, a shout out to Do Right Fear Not, um, who shared with me a story about his aunt, who was a wildlife rehabber, when in a freak accident, a blue heron's beak went through her eye. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's like terrifying. Wow. Um, luckily, after three surgeries, it was repaired, and now she has 2020 vision. Man. So that's good. <laughs> Blue hair and beak to the face. <laughs> I have the herring, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's like you almost have to try to have that happen. You know? <laughs> like, all right, come on down. Like, here's a piece of ham, right? I'm like, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, sh- I shouldn't say that. For I know. I know. Poor, poor do right. Not, not ham. At least, not at least ham. her her vision's all back. Not ham. <laughs> and uh, a ham. And a ham. <laughs> the water is boiling. Oh, I went to rewatch that. I showed that video to my friends, and it was so bad. I was like, oh, I'll <laughs> yeah, dude, off. it's really bad. We're just like quoting some really stupid. Oh Lord man. Um, yeah. From when we were little kids. <laughs> no, I was like, oh, I remember John. We used to say that all the time. And then, we, you know, we watched it and like quoted it and stuff. And then I played it for my friends now, and I'm 30. Yeah, they're like, I was like, uh, yeah, let me just turn this off. This is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> this yeah. is kind of bad. I feel like there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna go cry now. <laughs> oh, yo, dude, I just got a message from someone for the um, 50th. Man, they're oh, playing yeah. close to the close coming to the in wire for getting yeah. This is from Jose, and he says, my dude, love the podcast. I really appreciate the level of research you do. From Latin naming to evolution, as a self-proclaimed bird nerd, I can relate to the casual conversation and content. Content. Keep it, a lot of explanation points, and then going, a lot of explanation points. Heavy. (laughs) Now that's great. And uh, also, dude, I have two voice memos to play, too, that people sent me. I'll save the uh, the best for first. Um, Jay Pogo, um, he's been on the show a lot. This dude's from from New York, Ricky. You'll probably like him. He's oh, a, that's he, right, that's right. Yeah, he's a fucking character. Morning, baby. Morning, baby. Congratulations on this extraordinary milestone. It seems like only yesterday I found your podcast and started screaming in my phone, leaving you love messages. <laughs> Thank you for bringing us the content over the years. It's amazing to see you develop and become what you've became and to make it to 50, the big five. Oh, but uh, I know it's hard work and uh, I tip my hat off to you, sir. Thank you very much. I love you. And to all the listeners, be well, be safe. Hope you have a great rest of the year. And again, congratulations, my friend. Peace. Yo, that dude's more New York than pigeons, man. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dude. Let's go, bro. Dude, the pigeons up. probably like give them head nods when they see him. Yeah, so. dude. They're like. <laughs> you know pigeons and timberlands just like yeah <laughs> stomping around yeah like you're good bro <laughs> all right and then here's one more from um david david's a, a friend of sammy actually who got uh shown the show hey i've been a long time listener 
slash on and off listener since you got the podcast started. Your brother Sam plugged it when we were roommates, and I've always uh, given it a listen when I'm traveling. Um, I really loved your podcast early on about the um, the grouse and the um, polit- pileated woodpecker, and then some of your more recent stuff like the uh, extinct um, moa bird from New Zealand, and uh, your I listened to your podcast on um, birds in Lord of the Rings when I was in um, on a bus going down to um, Italy one time, and it was all great. And it's always a pleasure to listen to you and have hear your um, hear your guests come on. And it's always it's always just so interesting to hear someone so passionate. And I can definitely say that your podcast kind of got me into birding. Thank you so so much for that voice memo, David. I'm kind of coming in after the fact to record this. Uh, I couldn't get your uh, voice message to play when I was recording with Ricky, which is why we sound a little bit sarcastic right after this. Thank you. Anyway, if I don't figure this out and edit it in later, then David, thank you so much for your uh, for your voice memo. Oh, uh, yeah. Just like use that, but then put the, the memo. Yeah, but then put it in. Wow. Thanks, David. That was really oh, good. David, that was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> we totally listened to that just now. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll see if I can get it. Okay, moving on. All right. So enough basking in my own um glory. Um, let's move on to talk about pigeons. Oh yeah, that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, not we're just to, to not just to make dumb jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, why we're here. Ricky, do you know like the actual like common name for pigeons, like kind of like their bird name? You know how there's like great blue heron and stuff like that. Uh, domestic pigeon. Uh, kind of. Or yeah. Col- Columbia Day. Uh, <laughs> I'm on Wikipedia right now. So you are. I, like, um, cool. Well, rock dove is like the like oh, actual rock common dove, name dude. for like you know like the wild ones or whatever. And that would be such a better name than pigeon. Yeah, than pigeon. Rock yeah, dove. I was talking about this earlier. There's this com- comedian friend of mine named Petey Diabreu, and he has this whole bit about pigeons, um, and how they're just like misunderstood doves. They're just they're just doves, you know. But yeah. But they're pigeon in pigeons' clothes. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just a game changer. It really is. No, for sure. Yeah, when you kind of think about them like that, then they're not just dirty city birds. Yeah, man. Yeah. Anyway, um, sorry. No, no, you're good, man. Rocked up. Um, Let's rocked go. Up. They did well in the seventies, you know. But, <laughs> yeah, uh... yeah. Now it's more of like alt rock dub and yeah. like soft rock. The <laughs> pop dub is really <laughs> the grunge thing, kind of like to work. Grunge dub, rock dude. That, I mean, that, it's not what pigeons are. They're back. like grungy, grungy rock dubs. Yeah, <laughs> they couldn't dye their their hair. I don't know, blonde. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, their scientific name is Columba Livia. Um, Columba is the genus that, you know, contains them. It's full of medium to large bodied doves. Um, it's native to the old world. Um, most of the members of this family are named for where they live, like the rock dove, the hill pigeon, the snow pigeon, the wood pigeon. Um, so people were real creative in, uh, in that's very English. Very yes. English. Yes. Where does it live? The hills? <laughs> it's a hill yeah. pigeon. I was talking to my girlfriends from, uh, she's from Brazil and, uh, we always like argue about like, you know, our language, like Portuguese and English. And it's like English is always just like very descriptive. Like, uh, yeah, like this is just, yeah, like rock pigeon, snow pigeon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's like a million words in Portuguese. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are cool. I get it. <laughs> anyway, sorry. romantic language. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anglo band. <laughs> Um, that word Columba for their genus, um, it refers to doves in Latin, um, and it comes from the Greek word Columbos, um, which means diving and kind of refers to, you know, I mean, when you see them fly, they are kind of graceful and, and do dives and stuff like that. Um, the species name Livia means blue. Um, I've always felt pigeons look more gray than anything else, but I guess they're kind of like grayish blue. So that's how they get that name. Um, and then 
they have a subspecies name too, which is Columba livia domestica. And these are, you know, the domesticated pigeons. Um, we'll talk about these more in the show, but like, I think everyone's heard of like messenger pigeons and racing pigeons and stuff like that. The pigeon domestication world is like, goes super far. There's even like, you know, best in show pigeons, like, you what? know, that, yeah, yeah. That people show off in like pigeon pageants and, um, and then there's, yeah, there's pigeons bred for like do specific like flight patterns and stuff and do like tricks in the air. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of crazy, man. Dang, that's so cool. You wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't think about it, but like, I remember Pigeon Man on a uh, Hey Arnold. And yeah, dude, I was gonna talk I, about. I, it. I was always like, "How the fuck do you fucking have this many pigeons doing shit?" And then <laughs> you're like. <laughs> And you're in the you're in the city and you see these little pigeon nests or something on top of buildings. You're like, oh, shit, that's real. Like, that's so cool. And now you're blowing my mind. I'm like, OK, cool. Like, you can train a pigeon. Let's yeah, go. dude. Yeah, totally. Um, no, I'll just game of, Game of Thrones. You know, it's like <laughs> real. It's just real. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, I'll t- I'll talk about it, but they're actually pretty smart. You- you'd be surprised. Um, uh yeah, since you brought up Hey Arnold, I I also thought of Hey Arnold with the Pigeon Man. So I I like went back episode. and like rewatched some of that. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Is it though? I don't know. You rewatched it. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was very it was a little ham fisted, I guess. Oh, uh, weird. It was like this dude Vincent that liked pigeons as a kid, but people bullied him because of it. And then Arnold finds like a hurt pigeon and brings it to him. Um. But then the three bullies in the show, Harold, Stinky, and Jerry, <laughs> follow Arnold and they trash the Pigeon Man's place. Um, Dude. Yeah. And then it ends with the Pigeon Man getting lifted up and flown away by his pigeons to <laughs> find oh a my gosh. place. I it's guess. just like, this is like one giant, just like how Nick, it went down for Nikola Tesla, like back in the day. <laughs> it's actually like Edison and the whatever corporation beating up Tesla. <laughs> He was like, he was like, before he died, he was obsessed with pigeons. Oh, really? Yeah, like he, I, didn't know, I knew he was eccentric, but I know. Yeah, he, was he fed the pigeons. pigeons like every day, you know, in the park before he passed away. Oh, yeah, big pigeon like, guy. Isn't like there a lady in Mary Poppins like that too, or something? I guess pigeon yeah. lady. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think eventually Feed before, the birds. before we all die, we're like into pigeons, which is yeah. Cool. That's when you appreciate them and you're not like, oh, shit. they're gross. Well, I'm into pigeons now after doing this show. So does that Dude, mean I'm going to I'm into pigeons soon? after watching them give birth like <laughs> outside my bedroom. I'm like, right, just picturing like, you just like watching the, these, <laughs> the drama of these. Pigeons. I'm just like having my coffee, just like smiling. <laughs> no, but dude, the fucked up part is. Like I saw them give birth to two. Like later on, they're not. I didn't watch the eggs pop out. That <laughs> well, that's what you're describing. That would have been sick. Well, you know, it felt that way because you watched them grow up. Yeah. And okay. You, you hear they'd be cheeping. They're like cheeping. Or is there another word for it? Because they're pigeons. Uh, it's like a begging call. I mean, cheeping's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They were begging, calling, <laughs> beg calling. That's not as good. So they were cheeping outside, and uh, you hear them all the time. But the second go round, like the next year, I guess they only do it like once a year, maybe twice a year. They have chicks, which is great because there's a lot of pigeons. But um, dude, the fucking bird died. <laughs> like the the they adult had, or the they had squad. two and the baby. I don't know. It just didn't make it. One of them died. Oh. And it's, it's still down here. Yeah, <laughs> it's dead body. It's like corpse. Oh god. It's like all right. I think maybe we need to put this pigeon net up because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shit's gonna stink once spring hits. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, maybe a crow will come around and grab it or something. So, um, fun fact about pigeons is they do die. <laughs> oh, what? That's Just dude. <laughs> I know all you birders are pretty clever out there, but uh, sorry, sorry oh to ruin God. Christmas for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they die. <laughs> Poor little fella. Oh man. Rest in peace, little squab. (laughs) Um, So um, before they were nesting and dying on Ricky's building, um, the uh, the like wild, you know, pigeons um, first uh, 
you know, evolved um, probably like in like the Middle East, definitely like Eurasia. Um, they're native to Europe, North Africa, and a little bit of South Asia. Um, wow, and- they're an old bird. <laughs> well, you know, you think about it because they probably traveled there like from ancient times, right? They're probably from like one place and they spread. Slow. Yeah, probably probably more but from like, the Middle that's... East. I'll, I'll talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, they're rock doves. So they nest in rock formations, especially sea cliffs. Um, and that's why they, you know, like to nest on human buildings. Because if you think about it, a skyscraper kind of mimics a rock formation. Oh, um, yeah. And in the wild, they nest in uh, colonies also. I know like, you know, everybody knows what a pigeon looks like, but just bear with me real quick because I'll describe them, but I'll kind of point out some things that you may not, you know, have really noticed about them. Um, generally they're blue gray in color um, and they have black wing bars. Um, their throats have that like kind of pretty iridescence, you know, that shines green and purple in the sunlight. Um, there's tons of different color patterns to pigeons that you'll see. Like uh, Ricky, that video you sent of to me, you know, there were like some ones that were like white or ones that had like black spots. Uh-huh. Um, You'll see yeah, some that's albino ones too. Yeah, Sorry. some albino ones. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 you're good. Um, that's because feral pigeons, you know, they'll mix heavily with like domestic um, breeds. And so sometimes you'll see like tan pigeons or ones with black and white because they've mixed with a domestic pigeon, you know, one of those like show pigeons that's, you know, bred to be white or bred to be, you know, white with black spots. So then those genes get passed on. Man, just let them all freaking mate. <laughs> let them all just do it. <laughs> we can't, what, what about, wait, so they don't have like any like regular like New York pigeons just rocking up at like a best in show. It's got to be like <laughs> the white one. Maybe you can look take how, one off the street how, and enter it into a how far we've come. Man. Jesus Christ, like it's a bird, man. <laughs> <laughs> well dude i'll show you some pictures of That's some of the so show ones and then up. you'll see what i'm talking about okay yeah, yeah yeah i'm looking at pigeons right like as you're talking i'm just looking <laughs> you're just looking just like wow look at all these pigeons. So hey so so while pigeons. you're looking at pigeons there um yeah look at their eyes um there's actually three main eye colors to pigeons there's um orange eyes which are thought to be their original wild color um and it's called gravel um, there's white eyes that are referred to as pearl eyes, and then there's black eyes, which are called bowl eyes. Um, the pearl eye color is recessive, so it's a bit rarer in pigeons. Um, and then also the bowl eye, the black eye color, um, it tends to be linked with white feathers. So often if it's a pigeon with white feathers, it'll have that black eye. And interestingly, um, studies behind the genes that do these eye colors um, show that pearl first formed from gravel about 5,400 years ago, which is right around the time that pigeons were first domesticated. Um, I'll talk about that a bit more. So, you know, pigeons aren't necessarily boring when you're to bird watch when you're in the city. You know, you can look for their uh, some different uh, feather patterns on them that might show that they, you know, mated with one of those fancy pest and show pigeons or. God, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can look at their eye colors and see which, you know, which one of the three they have. Um, But like eye color isn't like, because I'm looking at pictures and you got like orange and black. I mean, it's multiple colors. You mean like the middle of the eye? No, like the the iris of it. Oh, the iris. Okay. Yeah, because the black in the middle would be like their pupil and stuff. Oh, word. Yeah, no idea. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's uh, like levels of birding here <laughs> <laughs> you're good too and then uh you know when you just look at a pigeon they're pretty stocky meaty birds um which makes them perfect prey animals um Dude, like in in well, birds the birds that sorry the birds that have the babies here yeah it's like they're so protected that they're so big now like <laughs> I gotta get a good battle bird. I gotta send you a photo of them. They're so (laughs) big. I'm like, they're gonna get so big they won't be able to fly out of the little, you know, fly up. (laughs) Probably, man. It's crazy, dude. There's like, yeah, they're great prey animals, but there's no predators out here. Maybe a couple, I don't know. There's there's peregrine falcons. There's there are falcons, but not enough falcons. Yeah, not enough. No way, dude. But yeah, dude, I mean, you're not the only one to notice these badass pigeons. Um, it's likely how humans first became acquainted with them. You know, when caveman Bob first saw a fat ass pigeon on a rock and, uh, you know, decided to capture it and eat it. 
Um, I thought so, you were to be like, damn, look at that pigeon, dog. <laughs> pigeon. That looks good. <laughs> and like, really, I, you know, I mean it when I say cavemen eating these things. Um, there's been rock dove bones discovered in caves dating as far back as 300,000 years ago. So that's still when like Stone Age humans were mingling with Neanderthals. And um, we yeah. know that humans ate these because there's um, cut marks on the bones of the rock doves showing that, you know, definitely some stone tools were used to, you know, chop them up and, and eat them. Um, early humans also likely raided the nests of pigeons um, to steal their eggs. Um, and they probably also stole some of those squabs too. Um, and then through stealing and raising these squabs um, was likely some of the first domestication events um, for these birds. Because, uh, you know, it's a lot easier to tame a baby animal than an adult one. Um, now, another factor in pigeon domestication is that they eat almost entirely seed. Uh, I found a study out of Kansas where they looked at the stomach contents of pigeons feeding in fields. It found that their stomachs were composed up to 92% corn, 3% oats, and the rest just a hodgepodge of other grain material. Um, and this fact that they eat, you know, a lot of grain and especially domesticated grain, you know, when they're exposed to it is probably why they were first domesticated by humans in the first place. Um, you know, the first farms were developed in Mesopotamia um, and nearby pigeon col colonies likely visited to feed um, on the grain of those fields and then were captured by humans or, you know, humans followed them back to their colonies and captured them. Um, and then, you know, they kept some of them alive and didn't eat them out of curiosity. Um, and the pigeons were able to survive in captivity because they ate the same food that the humans ate with the grain and everything. Um, and another thing is they were easy to breed in captivity too. Um, like, uh, Ricky, what did those, uh, pigeon nests look like outside your window? Like, how, what did they build them out of? Uh, metal, I think. It was metal. Wait, what? Or did they just like, did they even build a nest or did they just like, lay eggs on the ground oh i'm sorry i was thinking of the things to keep the pigeons out oh the nest <laughs> yeah <laughs> i thought you said pigeon nest. i was like what was like, these pigeons the are net. building metal nests like they're they're evolving <laughs> yeah dude i'm telling you man you gotta keep an eye out um yeah there's like a little you know a little shitty little nest you know? yeah yeah well, like a little i don't know like like two twigs or something but it's really just a, a safe haven because it's only those two pigeons that come hang out. Here. Right. I know yeah. it is because it's like one's white and has a very unique looking. Oh, in it, and the other one's unique looking too. So did you name yeah. them? No, I haven't. Oh. I don't name stuff, but I should. <laughs> yeah, I should do that. <laughs> um, I don't name stuff yeah i mean this is a well-known thing that pigeon nests are like super lazy like it's usually just like a, a twig or two um, <laughs> yeah they just got it so good they're like whatever <laughs> like no but yeah, dude like life. even even like uh other dove species like in the wild do this too um i talk about it on my morning dove episode um it's actually like a reproductive strategy uh they don't put a lot of time or energy into nests because like basically they're just trying to like crank out babies as fast as possible. Yeah, exactly. Um, like I gotta yeah. make, make make room for that. You know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep people in the bed, not out of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, since they're you know, they're not very picky about where they nest. So like in captivity with humans, like, you know, they're like, hey, I'm in a cage. Uh, all right, time to have some sex, drop some eggs, make some babies. Um, they don't really care that much. Um, and uh, also they start breeding like super early in their um, lifespan. Um, you know, like most birds, you know, they only breed once a year, like in the spring after they were born. Um, but domesticated pigeons can start breeding by five months of age. Um, and as long as the conditions are right and they have food, um, they don't care what time of year it is. Like they'll like have babies up to like five times a year if it's you know nice and warm and they got plenty of food oh five times a year okay yeah that's that's what i think i saw was five and i wanted to ask times, do yeah. they like are they like still like lifetime partners like you know those birds that uh shoot what, what kind of birds do that Ooh, there's some thunder albatross here. don't they do that yeah i mean albatross are like the classic like that's like um, the you know 
yeah they're like the monogamous one they're kind of forced to be because they like you know travel super far and then they just meet on like one little island to like have babies but um their uh pigeons are pretty monogamous too um you know i'll kind of do a little rundown of their reproduction and stuff but like they're pretty monogamous they'll stay with the same partner um i mean you know they have a pretty high mortality rate so if the other mate dies or also apparently if they get separated for several days they'll just kind of like forget <laughs> that they had a mate really um, yeah. shit man maybe they aren't the same pigeons coming out here. Okay. <laughs> or maybe they Damn, separated they up. forgot each other and then they met each other and fell in love all over again oh uh, yeah <laughs> or that like white pigeon rom-com. that white pigeon just running train i guess <laughs> Oh, like, dude. i know um, that's the same one <laughs> doing a good job whatever gender you are <laughs> i mean they do do extra pair paternity um which means you know sneaking off on the side for some um wait what? what was that extra pair paternity wait like that mean that just means cheating to... it just means cheating it's a scientific oh. word for cheating and having babies with someone else well it's not cheating that's just our way of narrating life okay well do <laughs> as human beings so <laughs> that's why there's words like extra pair you're right you're right you're right, you're right. i'm an <laughs> idiot that's right uh, there's the negroni speaking yeah. <laughs> Um, unsurprisingly, it's the male that tries to solicit more extra pair paternity than female in the in the dove couples. Um, <laughs> Wait, which one? The male. The male. Yeah, no oh, surprises yeah, there. Of course, yeah. 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 Something cool, man, is that pigeons are like another reason why they're underrated is they are actually like a sign of civilization. Um, hear me out here. So the rise of domesticated pigeons is like paired with the rise of human cities um when you know pigeons all were day. first what up all day all day yeah uh when pigeons were first domesticated like five to ten thousand years ago um this is when like you know some of the first um bones of domesticated rock doves turn up uh in the fossil record um that's when ancient mesopotamian cities like jericho jarmo um were first forming like these really early on you know civilizations um And actually, um, researchers like archaeologists will use different genomes of uh, domesticated rock doves to figure out trading networks in the ancient world. Like they can figure out like this city traded with this city because they both have, you know, some of the same domesticated pigeons. There you go. Right there. Yeah. Cool. That's mad cool. And like as, you know, civilizations rose and fell, like uh, having domesticated pigeons was kind of like a marker of the civilizations like the Egyptians, the Greeks, the Romans, they all had their own culture of people who like to raise and trade pigeons. Um, and then, and, you know, when you when you yeah. sorry, when you say domesticated pigeon, those are the ones that could only eat bird seed. Well, I mean, the that, wild that ones how you differentiate too. So domesticated means like, you know, they took some of those wild rock doves and, you know, raised them in captivity and uh, selected for whatever traits they want, you know, Um so, you know, going towards like the messenger pigeons, you know, or like the uh, the best in show pigeons like those. Those are the domesticated pigeons. Mm, OK, but in regards to like their diet, that's kind of like it's pretty know. much the same, you okay. know, like the wild ones eat mostly grain, too. Of course, the domesticated pigeons are probably eating like, you know, domesticated grains, too, because that's what the humans are eating They're You know, they're going to throw some throw some wheat their way or, you know, some lentils or something like that. Mm, okay okay yeah um so i mean honestly like you know humans forming you know like dogs were the first you know animal we domesticated you know and that was like they were like our hunters you know back when we were hunter gatherers and stuff but like pigeons are like the marker of like farms and cities like they didn't come into you know the human life until we had like our cities and our farms and and civilization and stuff so I'm I'm gonna argue that that humans weren't civilized until we we had pigeons. That's the marker of civilization. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then pigeons kind of spread throughout the world. It was first introduced to the British Islands when the Normans invaded in 1066. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, the Battle of Hastings. Um, and it was also introduced to India when the um, Mughal Empire conquered the subcontinent. 
Um, one of the Mughal rulers, Akbar Khan, was particularly fond of uh, pigeons and was known for having many different breeds. Oh, that's mad cool. Yeah. And uh, in fact, if it wasn't for pigeons, we might not have the theory of evolution because um, in his Origin of Species, Charles Darwin heavily references like comparing different pigeon breeds and, uh, you know, explaining how they were selected for certain traits and and compared their, you know, uh, skeletons and stuff and, and how how that evolved. So sick. Yeah, man. The pigeons, they, they taught us. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, and I wonder, I wonder, yeah, it's like, you know, like you're talking about all those bird studies. It's kind of Western culture, but like, or, you know, Western, Eastern, Eastern hemisphere, Western culture, but like, are there any known pigeon species of like the Americas pre, uh, you know, Christopher Columbus or whatever you want to say? Uh, no. Well, I mean, there's like dove species, like, you know, like our morning dove and there's a couple other dove species that are native. Really? To- yeah, yeah. That's so um, cool. Yeah, but like the actual pigeon, you know, the rock dove. I'm I'm kind of interchanging those words here. I'm like by saying pigeon, I'm talking about the rock dove species, the one that's like, you know, all over our cities. Um but there's lots yeah. of other dove species. There's tons and tons of dove species. Okay. Um, so yeah, the columbiformis, that family that has the doves, it's it's a huge family. They're they're like all over the the, world. the rock dove, the pigeon is not it's not from you know you would yeah it's not native to america no oh that's cool you know yeah you know rock and roll was born in the states let's let let's not debate this (laughs) no it comes from the blues (laughs) from the states i don't know dude mozart mozart slaps you know i mean a lot of those brits try to say rock and roll is from england but you know (laughs) i don't know have you ever heard someone shred the sitar man are you sure it's not from india well, you know, you can still shred anywhere you are in life, but uh, you know, rock and roll, we keep it real. We're on the states, USA, baby. Rock and roll dove. That's right. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about some of these domesticated pigeon breeds. Um, there's over, the, over 350 different breeds. So there's a what? ton of them. Yeah. So the most there, there's a couple different types of breeds. Um, the most boring one is utility breeds. Um, they're literally just utility utility breeds. breeds. Could you <laughs> imagine if like you're like just like your whole existence was yeah, <laughs> you're just a utility fucking pigeon. <laughs> well, dude, I mean dark, they're literally <laughs> that's like where we're headed as human beings, honestly. Like <laughs> you're a utility breed. <laughs> oh my god, dude. We're not gonna get anywhere in this podcast. I'm just gonna be like losing my mind on like how people like. Looking people like, are pigeons. Man. Name. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> pigeons. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. You tell me, yeah, they're literally just just uh, give them a better name. They, they just have babies. They just you know, have babies. I look up utility pigeon, and there's a bunch of doves. To be honest with you, there's doves. All right, let me look up utility pigeon. <laughs> this is just Google. This utility. Is Google. So whatever that means, you know, it could be wrong, but getting a lot of doves, a little white. Yeah, well, what? Yeah, that's that's the dude. White doves are rock doves. It's a breed of the white doves at weddings and stuff. You know what I'm saying, though. They're they're you pigeons. Know, you, but you wouldn't call it a pigeon. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, well, you, you see, like the so utility is white dove. Okay? <laughs> no, not not always, but utility. Well, pigeons... according to Google. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you want to fucking host this podcast? <laughs> I'm just trying to stick up for our, our pigeons out here. <laughs> so yeah, the utility pigeons are just they just have babies. That's that's it. They just spit out babies. But they lead lives. They really do. They they do have lives. I'm seeing a picture too. of a pigeon sitting on this lady's shoulder right now, and it looks good. Future He's happy. Looks- He's- wow, okay. So like just because they're utility doesn't mean they don't have feelings. Okay. Okay. Um, and then my favorite is the fancy breeds. Um, these are those best in show ones. Um, they're literally like show dogs. Um, Ricky, go ahead and type in um, fantail. But it's called fancy breeds. Well, English yeah, they're called fancy them. breeds. Fancy. We suck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just getting over sickness over here. Yeah. Whoa. Are you talking about the pigeon with like the crazy like? Yeah, look up fantail pigeon. Fantail is oh yeah. man. Fantail. Oh, cool. Yeah, 
Yeah, they've got like a, it almost looks like a, you know, turkey tail. That big, Whoa. Yeah. Looks like a tornado on its butt. <laughs> That's cool. Yo. <laughs> um, oh, and man. then look up um, Jacobin. There's what's the pigeon that has the parka? <laughs> That's the Jacobin one. Is that the Jacobin? Yeah. <laughs> it has like a big fluffy neck. It looks like it's wearing a fucking park. <laughs> Yo, it looks so cool. Yo, here, look up the English yeah, trumpeter. That's the uh, Russian pigeon. All right, wait, what is it? English trumpeter. All right, you know, a little uh, not as fun, but you know, what? Look at those feet, man. Oh wait, yeah, those feet are cute. <laughs> It's got like, yeah, it's got like uh, feathers on its feet. Looks like it's got fluffy hobbit feet. How does it move? Oh, the, the poor <laughs> it probably thing. doesn't move much, it's, man. It's been domesticated. It's too fancy. To the point where it can't, it's, it, just, it just got domesticated to the point where it can only put its pinky out. <laughs> um, look up the African owl pigeon. This one's kind of sad, actually. Oh, Lord. <laughs> What's wrong with this dude? He looks pretty cool. Look at his beak, man. They like bred it so it has no beak, so that it looks like an owl. What the fuck? What? Oh my god! Isn't that messed up? What the fuck? It looks like a little butt. (laughs) (laughs) Why does everything look like a butt to you? Hey man, I'm just trying to add that dirty to the dirty bit, I guess. Every time I make it dirty, I make five (laughs) dollars. I don't know who's paying. I know, dude. So there's tons of fancy breeds like this. Some of them, you know, have it's just like their color pattern. Like there's a magpie one that's you know black and white. Um, But yeah, some of them have weirder things. Magpie pigeon. Magpie pigeon, dude. Oh, I want to be on the magpie episode too. Okay, we'll do a magpie uh, episode. Yeah, from when you were in Australia. Oh, bro. I wish. (laughs) That's when I learned of magpies. Oh yeah, such a cool bird, dude. Yeah, they're smart. Oh, too. badass birds. Anyway, sorry. Not to yeah, take they're it. the only bird to pass the mirror test. Do you know the mirror test? Mirror? Like Yeah, like, it's it's like a sign of animal intelligence. Only like oh, some okay. monkeys and I think uh dolphins pass it too. It's like you, you they they put the animal in front of a mirror and they put like a spot on it and like see if the animal spontaneously like touches the spot, like it recognizes itself in the mirror, you know? Hmm. Yeah, and magpies can recognize themselves in the mirror. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah, because they need to know who they can fuck up. <laughs> that's up me. Don't, don't fuck him up, because that's me. Wait, wait, that's me. Yeah, I'm not going to destroy you for coming near my my uh, my nest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the aggression is intelligence. <laughs> hey. Right. Um, Sorry, dude. No, you're good. Let's, a ton. <laughs> let's uh, no, that's what it's about, man. Um. The next breed is the racing homers. Um, these are oh, like your cool. classic. What? Is it like a Greek bird? Like friggin' like, Oh, like Homer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's more like they're yellow, like, you know, the Simpsons Homer. Are you serious? No, no. <laughs> so, no, they're called racing homers because they, they're called homers because, you know, they home in, like, you know, they these bring are the it ones home, that, like, baby. <laughs> Coming in, this is the most New York bird of all. Winning the ninth Yankees championship, it's the homer, dude. I mean, there's really uh, there's races like that. So they, these are the ones that do like pigeon racing, um, and there's like big money in pigeon racing, dude. Um, dude, uh, that's like in Boy Scouts. Did you ever do uh the, not the pine box derby, but oh the, the rocket one, dude. The rocket man, dude, the rocket one was my favorite. Dude, I fucking I won that one. The first time I ever did you it, did? I went all the way, dude. I took it home. Did you ever wind your rubber band up so much that the rocket like exploded though? That happened to me. I, I think everyone's did and mine didn't. That's why I won. <laughs> just kidding. So you just won my team. Yeah, yeah. I was like, cool. I was lazy. No, no, no. I like, I don't know. I guess I had a really strong rubber band. No, we all use the same rubber band. Anyways, I won. Well, I would like hollow out my like you know shell of my wooden rocket so to try to make it lighter and well, sometimes dog. i would do it too much and then it would like explode. yeah you need you need that right and that's why you're a doctor and i'm a musician because i'm good at math <laughs> i'm just kidding hey man you did win the uh cub scout <laughs> rocket turkey. yeah like i literally just painted it and did it <laughs> You didn't even glue some Lego figures to it. Like, who are you? You're a psychopath. Why would I do that? Like, I'm trying to like. No, you don't see. You don't see like birds gluing 
fucking videos to themselves being like i'm gonna fly better this way <laughs> maybe the fancy the fancy breeds though the fancy pigeons like united airlines all right uh, we got this new uh, lego plane uh, designed by billy from troop 369 it's got a bunch of lego guys on it <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right uh sorry um <laughs> pigeons that's some good content right there yeah that was good that was that brought me back good i don't know did you do that one with me the rocket one did we do that together no i think because i think i was in boy scouts by the time i moved here ah no yeah that was that was cub scouts yeah yeah Uh, yeah we were doing that shit in boy scouts that was lame in boy scouts no no yeah so uh i don't know how we got there but uh (laughs) all right back to racing homers (laughs) Oh, that's it. Yes. Yeah, races. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, and I mean, these are serious races, dude. And there's like big money on them, like, you know, tens of thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, and um, they go pretty fast. I mean, the racing pigeons have been clocked flying up to 90 miles an hour. What? Um, yeah. Yeah, they can they can move pretty quick, man. Um, and uh, these are also the same, uh, you know, types also that were used to historically carry messages because they, you know, could fly fast like, and they would, you know, fast and they can fly far. Yeah. And they would go, you know, to the same, go back to the same roost um, every night. Well, that's, that's always good. Cause then yeah. You, yeah. You so it's like predictable where they're going to go pigeon every time. Uh, um, you've probably heard like about the crazy navigational abilities of like, uh, you know, messenger pigeons, right? No, I, I know nothing about this. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, you know, they like basically you can take a messenger pigeon and like, you know, it stays in its little, um, you know, roost or whatever, and then goes and, you know, people train them, let them fly around and stuff, but, um, you could take it and like literally blindfold it, put in a soundproof, you know, thing and, uh, drive it, you know, like hundreds of miles away and let it go. And it'll fly like straight back to its, its roost. What? Yeah. Um, man, that's nuts. It's gotta be like some crazy, like death perception, like magnetic field stuff. Yeah, dude, exactly. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's thought that they use magnetic fields to navigate. Um, other birds are thought to do this too. Um, yes. Okay, yeah, I do um, know that. So that that's cool. We I know that now. pigeons can uh, detect magnetic fields. Out. What's up? My pinky's out now. Pinky's <laughs> like yeah, that fancy pigeon. That. Yeah, yeah, I knew something. <laughs> um, <laughs> they uh, they can definitely detect magnetic fields because um, there's been experiments done where like they've taught pigeons to like you know press a switch when like a magnetic field is turned on. So like. Uh, you know, even though we can't perceive magnetic fields as humans, pigeons obviously can somehow. Um, and uh, but how they detect them, we don't know for sure. There are special particles in the upper beak of pigeons that contain iron. Um, and it's thought that this iron is like magnetic, you know, and so reacts in magnetic <laughs> fields. As simple as that. <laughs> it's just the iron in the beak. That's right. <laughs> Eat your meat, kids. <laughs> <laughs> or you won't get home <laughs> you won't get home homer or you'll be a, a homelesser <laughs> homelesser oh. <laughs> oh, no. every pigeon has a home in new york trust me yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah it's thought that these particles you know they like move with magnetic fields and interact with it and so it helps kind of form a map um for pigeons to be able to to navigate um, and there's actually special nerves that innervate into these um, iron particles. Um, uh, where do you think that the nerves lead to, Ricky? Straight to the dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get home. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, where are the nerves? Um, birds, birds have cloacas, Ricky. <laughs> what? Do you, do you know what a cloaca is? No, the birds have cloacas. It's basically three holes in one. So from the same hole, they shit, they piss, well, and, they, and they have sex. Okay, so I'm not wrong. Is I, that what? Is that you what are wrong? Do? You are wrong that they don't have dicks. Well, yeah, but <laughs> you could have said straight their... to the cloaca. 
but but I was but like my raunchiness was still correct, just like you know wrong. <laughs> well, no, you're double wrong because it do- no, it does not go to their reproductive organs. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it goes to their eyes. Oh uh, no, I'm just being a loose goose right now. <laughs> Lucy goosey. Sorry, 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 <laughs> goose episode, y'all. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. Well, I thought that it would go to, you know, like the vision portion of the brain, you know, like, cause you think of like navigating and mapping and stuff, like you'd think they could maybe like see the magnetic fields. Um, but actually the nerves go to the olfactory system. Um, there are some nerves of the trigeminal nerve that like, that's the nerve is that, that controls. Is it like hearing olfactory? That's a uh, smell. Oh, that smell. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Auditory is, is hearing. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, you're well, learning yeah. so much stuff. <laughs> it's been a minute, bro. I've been out of school for a minute. Olfactory. Oh, that's smell. my music, bro. No. So it goes to their smelling senses. Yeah, it goes to the smelling parts of their brain. Mm-hmm. Um, there okay. are some parts of the trigeminal nerve, which like is the nerve that controls facial muscles and sensation that also attach to the iron particles, but it, it doesn't seem to really be important for navigation. Um because there was an experiment done at the University of Auckland in 2008 where they selectively cut the olfactory nerve and the trigeminal nerves in homing pigeons. You know, one group, they cut the olfactory, the other, the trigeminal. And um, the trigeminal pigeons were still able to navigate just fine, but the olfactory pigeons uh, were just totally lost. If, yeah, if they didn't have like their smell, um, then, uh, you know, they just couldn't navigate at all. What? Yeah. But Ricky, magnetic fields aren't static. Uh, you get it? Um, yeah, well. <laughs> damn, you did not like that one. Um, <laughs> big, big storms and solar Yeah, this conversation is definitely not static. <laughs> <laughs> um, big storms and solar flares will like throw magnetic fields into whack um, and uh, have been blamed for incidents of homing pigeons becoming lost. Um, one crazy example of this is there's a pigeon in 2014 competing in a race on the Canary Islands off of Spain when it became lost, and it turned up later on Santa Barbara Island off the coast of Brazil. Uh, so it covered around 5,600 miles. Wait, how the fuck did it do that? Wait, what? <laughs> I know, dude. Well, it's thought it rested on ships in the Atlantic. Oh, you yeah, know? But, yeah, but still, man, God. I mean, you traveled a pretty long ass way. Just, can we just get into a mind of a pigeon? Just like, <laughs> you know, like you're smelling magnetic fields. It's like your world is so around. small to begin with, right? It's like mankind before it like knew anything. And like, imagine you're just like, Slowly just kind of stumbling across the world and you end up in a place kind of similar to the Canary Islands. But yeah, that's the yeah, Santa Barbara. <laughs> yeah. Like what the- everyone's speaking Portuguese. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what's with like this like- <laughs> <laughs> man? That's wild. Sorry. <laughs> no, dude. It's so yeah. cool, man. Birds yeah. Are cool. yeah, it's pretty Birds wild. It. They do some stuff that no other animals can do. Well, yeah. like flying. I mean, for one. Except for bats and insects. Well, you- yeah, 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 but and most, flying squirrels. We, well, they don't fly. They don't fly <laughs> hey man, uh, better trip to my uh, squirrel podcast, Dirty Squirrel, so you can learn about Dirty squirrels. squirrels. Lots of nut jokes over there. Yeah, that's right. We don't do that on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's obvious. <laughs> um, it's it's also thought that um, pigeons use other olfactory clues too. So, like you know, they they when they're navigating, they're literally also smelling too and, and using smells of stuff to help guide them. Um, and uh, they use other tools also. They'll follow roads. Um, they'll use landmarks. If the day isn't cloudy, then they'll use the position of the sun to help with their navigation. Um, it's pretty cool that they're just like these, have this hidden superpower to be able to navigate. And humans just kind of stumbled across it after taming them um probably Dude, initially for food it's, yeah it's the perfect bird yeah like, yeah like it, first they were eating them and then they're like oh wait a second he always flies back to the same place like, and it's what? crazy though it, it's crazy though like if you think about it because it's so useful and it just so happened to be that bird yeah I mean, i'm sure you know, it was probably the only bird around i guess you know around human beings 
because uh i don't know i'm sure there are tons of species like as soon as human beings got involved you know like i learned on your uh, woodpecker episode you know you df deforestist deforestation yeah um yeah you take out a bunch of trees and you know you got less woodpeckers living in them you know what i mean like yeah dead trees so i don't know it's like it's a crazy scenario that worked out you know i know yeah and also just the fact that you know the pigeons were so easily domesticated too like oh um, like you know they they have this crazy hidden superpower but like if they were very picky about their breeding or something you know we probably never would have would have figured this out um just the fact that they so yeah. easily you know and the fact that they you know ate the same food as us pretty much with with uh you know grains and stuff like if they only liked bugs like it probably would have been a lot harder to to you know rear them and stuff like that yeah i guess does that attribute to their long distance flying is eating grains more carbohydrates opposed to um uh, i don't know man maybe swole on those uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean the bugs are more protein yeah these (laughs) are the carbo loaders yeah the the jersey pigeons like the like the grasshoppers (laughs) they need the protein bro dude your pigeons with how fat they are probably have like pigeon diabetes (laughs) (laughs) yo that that video i sent you today of like that late of the, all those pigeons, this lady was just like tossing. Yeah, let me play this. I didn't know it was seeds. I could swear. I swear people. It was seeds? Them, I thought it was I swear, bread. I swear people feed them bread because you said that they eat seeds, but it was bread. Passed all the traffic noise. And then Ricky starts chasing some of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went in there. I would like to go in there. When I'm on my bike, I try to go in there like, fuck it. But as I'm going in there, I'm like, oh, fuck. One's gonna, one of them's going to shit on me, I bet. You know, you're kind of scaring them. You know, they'll probably poop. Animals poop like that. You know what I mean? Just you ever, whatever like, they want. Yeah, I know. Like you ever, you know, like when they're excited, like you ever like go up to a dog and it's oh like, yeah, they just poops. Yeah, they're yeah. peas, but you know, it's like a bird. Yeah, they shit like peeing. They're just always shitting. <laughs> um, they are, man. <laughs> Birds be shitting, but yo, yo, while I have you, Pigeon Racing USA, PigeonUSA.com. They you have found it. Birds for sale, fucking going for over what, dude? They're expensive, man. One hundred fifty-seven thousand dollars, <laughs> dude, for one pigeon. And it's just like you can see, like they're like training cage with like the little window. It's just like, man, the pigeon just wants to be out there in New York City, just eating fucking bread <laughs> on the sidewalk, just living that steady life, man. What an amazing bird, yet just so like city, just like oh yeah, like rats. Yeah, that's the thing about New York City. They're like, don't feed the pigeons because you're feeding the rats. Problem. Like whenever you see people feeding pigeons, it's just like, yo, you got to cut that out. Like they'll find their food. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be feeding them because it's just the rats, bro. Just so I wish pigeons like fucking ate rats. That'd be like that's what they should have bred out of pigeons <laughs> rats, the rat catcher. Yeah, damn. There's like there's like these sad videos on Instagram of like fucking pigeons fighting a rat, you know, oh like the rat just wrecking it. This is like wings, just like just just like, oh. like you know, ragdoll pigeon rats just totally won. Yeah, it's oh, shit. One, hopefully in the next million years we'll have a, a cleaner New York thanks to pigeons. Uh, <laughs> Being, just um, need to breed them to eat right yeah dude but that's the moral of this episode is like pigeons are fucking breedable and like they're the best bird in my opinion <laughs> uh, yeah like it's, it's one like i it, like it man it's longevity is incredible like it like literally <laughs> flies far as fuck it can exist in any city from old school alexandria to new york city um yeah that's i'm taking over your show bro sorry no. I like um. it. <laughs> <laughs>
and about their relationship to humans, about some diseases that they carry, and just some awesome pigeon facts, including how intelligent they are. Thanks for joining me on this 50th episode. And don't worry, there's more Dirty Bird to come. Stay dirty, fellow birdies. Dirty Bird Podcast is brought to you by me, John, with my rotating panel of guests and co-hosts. Thanks for being on the show, everybody. The Dirty Bird theme song is by Ricky Pistone. Check out his groovy and hilarious music videos on YouTube. The outro music you're listening to right now is a song New York Redneck by the Sidewalk Slammers. Check them out wherever you get your music. The Dirty Bird Podcast logo is by the very talented TJ Ranoski. And of course, a shout out to my beautiful wife, Lauren, who created my original logo. Check out the show notes for this episode for a full list of credits for any bird calls or sounds used in the episode. Thanks for listening. Coming back, Tim's on the ground in the concrete jungle. I might get into.